0: Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat related shows that also talk about other nerdy subjects that we all love to frolic about in our free time, including Peter Vera. Frolic. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show, you want to help support the show and keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study, just go to patreoncom slash the Batman and a major shout out to the latest patron to join uh, and support the show. Nicholas Bolovko. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Thank you, Nicholas for becoming a new, uh, a new patron and supporting, uh, supporting the show. Much appreciated. And as I always say, never expected, always appreciate it. So thank you, Nicholas. Now, thank you for listening to episode 167 Batman in September. A month has wrapped up, so I've gotta bring in the big guns as we process a month's worth of new Batman comics. Uh, he's he's the he's the Italian around these here parts. Um he's also a frolicker. Peter Arvera. Hello, Peter.
1: Do you know any other people
0: of Italian descent? Yeah, Haas. He's a he's a Mario brother.
1: Better than count.
0: He might well oh, be a okay. Goomba. He's a, he, he's not even a Goomba. <laughs> okay. All right, them there's fighting words, Peter, (laughs) from the sheriff. (laughs) He'll get you. Okay, okay, all right, all right. All right, we're we're rolling now, aren't we? Great. Uh, Are Are you ready to talk about this month's comics? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, oh, sure. It. Why Love you. You come you always come in fight around like you ready to talk, Peter? Like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, saying, yeah, you know? really yeah, sure. Really I mean, gets uh sucks, everybody invested. sucks. <laughs> gets everybody ready to hear what kind of words we're gonna spit. So let's get to talk and then let's not waste any more time. Um, because Pete's energized and I'm energized. Yeah, let's talk look. about Batman oh, Comics oh, in Batman. Oh, September. the first uh tuesday um a little light talking batman specific uh batman issue number 137 mm. yeah. part of the gotham war the batman catwoman gotham war storyline uh this would be chapter two of that story um i look at that i didn't even notice that on the front cover it, it's it's done the marvel method of issue 137 legacy number 902 yeah uh, i saw that Written by Chip Zdarsky, art by Jorge Jimenez. Uh, P.I., and I I mean, we're going to go week by week because there's a couple chapters of this Gotham War that were released this month. Uh Um, This issue, I thought, like, I thought it was a good issue. I liked it. It advanced a little bit more of the story. I think I enjoy it because, yes, this is a Batman issue tie-in, but it doesn't feel like a like a cheat at all. It feels like, you know, it's following Batman, it's adding to mm. the conflict, checking in with Batman like his reactions to, you know, the other people in Gotham and, you know, how they're feeling about Catwoman's uh new idea on crime and um ended a little bit of like a huh. Oh, yeah. Uh but I really I really liked what it did tease though of having that uh the the villains at the table. I still do not like him in as a scarecrow design. Um, but the
1: Rastafarian scarecrow is growing on me.
0: It is okay.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm in the minority
0: is. there. I'm just eh, okay. Yeah, not really. It's it,
1: the McFarlane toy. I still don't like because I think it's too bright. Like it's, yeah. doing like it's like colors. yellow
0: and almost like pink or something ne- too. Neon. It's like weird. It's it's very Schumacher.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> almost. A little strange. But, uh, yeah. Um, but a good Batman versus the the family fight at the end and stuff too, and then a good a good tease of back at Wayne Manor, not of Batman of Zeran R popping up yet again. Thank <sighs> God. But um spoiler alert, uh Mr. Vandal Savage is now the owner of Wayne Manor which Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm ready for status quo. Batman back in the manor. It's his, but uh, anyways, there we go. What do you think about Batman? One Thirty Seven?
1: I dig this. I think it's one of Zdarsky's better issues as, as a, as a writer of Batman. Uh Um, I enjoyed the ending with Vandal Savage. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of interesting uh, having someone else own the manor legally and all that jazz. It almost kind of reminded me of rises in a way, you know, especially since it's gone and he's got to go back to it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy what the Gotham War has done for the Bat family. I kind of dig this uh, conflict within. Uh, it seems to be the only one who's really Damien, who's on Batman's side, which is kind of interesting in itself, and you yeah. know, everyone else is against him. Appearances by Professor Pig, Mad Hatter, just nice, cool stuff. Progresses the storyline really nicely. Jimenez does a wonderful job. Is Jimenez? Yeah, drawing this book like it's it's great like tons of batman in shadows and lots of cape flowing and scared faces like this seems like a really well-drawn batman book tim drake looks great um i have a hard time really like having any real complaints until uh fruity pebbles batman pops up in like yeah a a shadow but like whatever he's gonna be here for a little bit uh overall it's pretty good
0: yeah zadarsky just keeps throwing teases with that so i'm just I don't know. It doesn't excite me when I see it. I feel like uh, I feel like that that Simpsons yeah. didn't mean, did
1: it. Mean Morrison did it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I don't know why we, I don't feel. I just don't feel the need to go back to that. Yeah, especially now since they're
1: gonna put like Batman, Michael Keaton Batman, and Adam West Batman, and all these stupid costumes
0: looking like highlighters and shit. Like all right, whatever. Um, but overall, with this issue, I mean. I can't even say that's a major complaint because it was just like one page, a couple panels, and it was a tease. So uh it's just complain for future issues. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm laying the groundwork that um I'll have more to say if more pops up. But yeah, I mean at, at this point of this basically chapter two of the Gotham War, um, yeah, I'm digging it. And I I'm, I'm glad to have Jimenez back on drawing because I mean um would you would you put him at A list at this point? See he's an A lister, isn't he?
1: Probably like of this like current like run of DC, yeah, he's probably at the top of the list.
0: Yeah, he's got he just I don't know he does some really great work. Uh, big fan. Moving right along to the next Tuesday, uh, the Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries number twelve reaches its epic finale for this volume. Peter, how excited are you? Did you? Well, sometimes. There is a little bit of like a when something comes to an end, there is like a there's a little bit of a relief because it lightens our load just a little bit. And also, you know, um, give you time to miss something. If it was an ongoing series, it could maybe be tired. But, you know, it's like, hey, we we have an endpoint, issue twelve, don't know when, if or when we're gonna get more of these. And it's I don't know, it'd be a nice little break. Did you end up reading this one? No. You didn't? Okay. Uh then I don't know that you ever will, but I want to be a little spoiler free on it. This was actually really fun because the mystery ink, you know, they open up with a good old, you know, like a classic Scooby-Doo kind of uh, confrontation and end up in a bat cave in the bat cave, which Mm -hmm. is a really cool uh, shot with some cool Easter eggs and everything all over the place. And they end up taking a nap. But when they wake up, it's like, how long did they take a nap?
1: Mm. Oh, wait.
0: Yeah. Something put up. Yeah. So they take a nap and they wake up in a bat cave. There you go. And they wake up in the Batman Beyond world and they're taken on the Royal Flush gang. And yeah. so that kind of becomes a cool little mystery to them of like, wait, how far in the future are we? And then when all is revealed at the end, it's a, well, there's also some good nods in the Beyond universe. Um, but then... Yeah, when all is revealed, what really happened? It's a really nice uh twist. And that was more so why that. And then like the Easter eggs inside the bat, the bat cave mm-hmm. um, was kind of, I was telling you, like, you get some what time, red herring you- in it? Hmm. It oh, no. no, no, sorry. But it was like, well, I was telling you, if you get some free time, if, you know, you have like 10, 15 minutes because these issues don't take long to read. Um, I'd recommend it just because like it's a it's a fun uh revelation towards the end of the issue and the issues fun up to that point too. So um, yeah. And that wraps like this volume of these, these stories and I don't know if there's going to be more, but I think it's, it's what you'd expect. I know that you're, you're in and out of it. Like maybe, maybe an issue here, then not an issue here and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, fun, easy entertainment for uh, fans of Batman and Scooby-Doo. So I'm sure there we go for you.
1: <laughs> do you want a movie now do you want any movie pizza
0: yeah give me another yeah raven the bold scooby-doo is freaking awesome mm-hmm. um the old cartoons are good uh, they did the casey
1: Kasem was robin back then I'm
0: casey Kasem, yes um and then it was the scooby-doo and guess who and that was the one where Mystery inc ended up at wayne manor mm-hmm. and conroy was batman and hamill showed up as joker Oh, nice. uh, that that cartoon was awesome. So yeah, it's just like they kind of go hand in hand. So I'd be all for, and they're still making Scooby movies. Like I think one's supposed to come out in October. Even written by our pal Tim Sheridan, um, Ooh. that's uh, Scooby Doo and like the DC universe. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan.
1: Oh, there, you're waiting for there, me to just wrap
0: up. Isn't there? I think I posted this on
1: Straight Outta Gotham. Isn't there a Scooby Doo crypto animated movie coming up soon? I believe there is. I believe that was actually announced. I'm sorry. So there is some Scooby Doo. Yeah, scooby
0: Doo Crypto. Yeah, that's the one that's coming out in October. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I know this isn't this
0: book club, but, um, you know, I just figured I'd drop that. So, yeah. For Scooby Lovers. If you need your Scooby Snacks, scooby <laughs> Doo Wop and a Scooby Snack. Oh, man. What is, uh, I remember what that song? a Scooby Doo. Shooby Doo Wop.
1: Shooby Doo Wop. Doo Wop. Doo Wop.
0: Yep. Take oh, it yeah. away, Holzman. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, hold it. kiss by rose. on. No, is that Was he Eric that Holzman singing all the epic songs on your grave? Ooh.
0: Perfect. All right. So Moon right. <laughs> he's always with us in spirit. He'll never know. Uh,
1: he'll have no idea we did this.
0: Nah, he'll have no idea. He's like, comic book shit, nerds. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to go sit <laughs> in a spot, stoplight, and sing Backstreet Boys. Yeah. To the
1: masses. I heard they got back at the Grammys or the MTV Music yeah. Awards. I couldn't be there. <laughs> so that's why they had them there.
0: <laughs> Holzman. All right. Also, that second Tuesday in September, Pete, this was one I was very excited about. This is one that they were really pushing DC. It's a new black label story with Batman. And that, like, you have my interest um, with that one. And that's Raphael. I I know it's like, it looks like grandpa, but it's got the accent. So I don't know exactly how grandpa. I would say
1: Grandponye.
0: Okay. Raphael G. Sorry. Batman Gargoyle of Gotham. I'll let you take the lead on this one because I'm curious what you think. Uh, this book fascinates me. This is so fantastic. It's like,
1: I haven't, this gives me vibes of the imposter because I look at the art and the art is different. The costume's different. It, it's a different tone. It seems way more serious, right? It's got a little bit more of like an anime vibe, though, with the bat suit, which I don't know if I really like. It kind of reminds me of that uh, supposed Nolan tie-in Gotham, uh, Gotham Knights. Like it looks like that kind of bat suit uh, from one of those shorts, the anime anime version. Um, The villain's interesting because I don't really know what to expect. It's still so new. Um, I'm digging Gordon. It's just uh, you know, just overall, it's like a really cool, fresh take on Batman and uh, a new villain and. It's just I don't know these black label books are such a a, a breath of fresh air cuz like I feel like a lot of these bat books are kind of generic these days and this one stands out. Always. It
0: has I think this has a what do you want to say a mashup of almost like different styles and influences it feels throughout because Yeah, yes. I double dipped. I got the noir version as well. Um, What's that look like? Just is just black and white. Well, then there's in. I mean, little sprinkles of of like red for blood at times too, and everything. Ah, like and it was Shaker's actually list. it was cool. Um, like purse, interesting. Yeah, exactly like Schindler's List. There's a little girl in a in a red coat. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a
1: purse. whatever.
0: What influences. Let's see. What was I saying? Like you said, I I also thought that like there's a lot of coloring where it feels like the Batman. You know almost like that brown tan red ish kind of tint to things like of gotham itself uh i thought the look on the cover is what i thought the interiors were going to be and then it wasn't so it wasn't that i was disappointed it was just like oh okay i thought like that, Cause it looked almost like a very realistic style, but then the cover is fascinating too, because I didn't discover this. It was like something I came across like upside down and it's like a bat flying, um, which is a nice little, yeah, well, nice little cool. touch with that. The bat suit itself. It's like, so the, I think there's some with coloring and then the shape, it reminds me of Nick Darrington's Batman a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. I really like that design. Um, uh, the, I mean, it makes you think almost like long underwear that then stretches up over the head, kind of. I know football players wear it a lot. Um, See, to me, it looks like he's wearing chaps. And yeah, that like that a little underwear. bit too, yeah. which is like,
1: huh. And then, um, honestly, the boots remind me of Aquaman's boots from the movies. <laughs> like I know, going really into detail on this. Oh, like, the Aquaman. They do. Um, I don't like the cowl or the bat logo, but like that's whatever. Who I
0: do? Okay. I, I do like the cow. I
1: rich. like the
0: cow quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find it because there's it ridges two, on the neck. It's very awkward. I think there's two. Uh, there's two uh, spots where I thought the dialogue. It took me out of it just because it was. It just felt a little bit like trying really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can think one was almost even. Okay. I'm trying to find it. It's like when he gets hit with the hammer. Uh, I know this is riveting, but I, I knew I needed to make a, a note of it and I freaking forgot. What did you think? But, of the yeah, there's a little bit of like some. Yeah. I mean, it, there's just two, two moments with dialogue that kind of took me out a little bit. So i I'm like, Oh, this seems like it's really trying. Um, the Batmobile I thought was interesting. Yeah. I I forget what he called it. And I read this twice so I can't like I'm annoyed that I'm going blank on some of these things. I I get the the motif of kind of like it's blind. Basically like he can't see out of it. It's just going based well, all on like GPS I, and I, signal well, and
1: stuff. I like that. <laughs> I like his dialogue. He's like I spent half my inheritance on this car with no windows. Yeah, <laughs> GPS does all the work. I was like, "That's very interesting." Like, is it
0: and the I'm blind, the like, blind machine? That's does what it he not have windows. You're as blind as a bat. Yeah, you get it because he's a bat. He's Batman. Uh, I thought the villain, like you said, was interesting, and I I really liked how he goes very, you know, it's he's very black and white, noir looking, with his look when he shows up i like that it kind of made me think of uh the harley quinn white knight book too you know the villain and that was um black and white but i gotta say batman's first appearance in this comic man do i love that image yeah when he's walking down that hallway and he's backlit so you just see his outline and it's in shadow and i mean and then the Dialogue makes me laugh because it says, what have I become? And I just think of Hurt by Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? Uh, but I, I love the, this image. And it looks just as good in like the noir version. And mm-hmm. I'm not someone that is just like, yeah, give me everything noir version. Because, you know, I'm pretentious and blah, 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 or anything like that. It was just, I thought this would look really cool in black and white. And it it actually, like, it really does. So uh, this is supposed to be four issues total. I think it's in every other month. So, yeah, the next issue will be in November. Uh, Just high praise. High praise. Yeah. Gargoyle like Gotham. you said,
1: like this book is kind of they've been hyping this book up a lot. And I think with uh, with good reason, um, these black label books honestly have been a lot better since uh, the label has
0: been changed and, from
1: Elseworlds to black label.
0: Than and we other. have a new one coming next month, too. And that is in the magazine format. The. um uh, uh, Christian Ward's doing it Something of Gotham Man The Lauer of Gotham Yeah, exactly <laughs> The Lauer of Gotham Welcome to Ryan Lauer's Be- Gotham Book Club No, Batman City of Madness There we go That comes out next month and that's a black label And I love that format, of the magazine format Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, my brain can warm up And I can get my my thoughts together
1: if you lived in Gotham City, do you think you'd actually be a librarian in the in the Gotham Public Library?
0: No. No? No. I'd probably be safe in a library, though. I was thinking... Because be the criminals wouldn't care about, like, breaking into a library. Yeah, why would they want to? The bookworm probably, would be. <laughs>
1: it will probably be some stupid riddle for the Riddler. Right? That's true. That's probably,
0: that's probably it.
1: Yeah. But, you know, hopefully is oh. working that day.
0: Yeah. Of course he is. Or they get serenading. Uh, Moving along, there's another debut issue of an ongoing series that also this month.
1: Oops, and and granny goodness.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's next month, Pete. <laughs> it, it's coming. Can't wait. I'm on the poll list. Uh Josh Williamson, Simone DeMeo, uh, Batman and Robin series. Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna say like I was like let down. I was just like, huh, because it's Damien Robin. I was kind of just like, whatever with mm-hmm. this issue didn't do a whole lot for me and i like simone de art mm-hmm. it i don't know there was there's was kind of like a lot <laughs> in this it was very very bright uh throughout like it has like that glow i think it's you know it nods a little bit maybe to like uh anime and manga style
1: yeah i wasn't this- a big fan of the color
0: yeah, maybe the coloring—it
1: just felt—I don't know. And DeMeo
0: does his own coloring. It just, it
1: just it feels too like lit up in certain. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. there's light everywhere, but there's so much. It's it's a weird contrast between light and dark because they the backgrounds are so bright, but the foregrounds and the characters are covered in shadow.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird. Dynamic. And I'm a, I'm a fan of his art. I think he did like. I think he's a really good artist. Yeah. But yeah, some I think that's the biggest part. Then if maybe the coloring just kind of got me like, eh, I don't know. And then on top of it, like the the story didn't just it didn't really do much for me, uh, to be honest, And which is kind of crazy considering, you know, the end battle is Batman and, you know, the terrible trio and whale and man bat and killer croc. And, and it should be like, cool, but I, I guess it's a whole focus in the story makes sense of like. Bruce telling Damon, we got to keep up appearances. So you're living with me in, you know, in our apartment here, townhouse here in the city and blah, blah. And then the, they go to take off the masks of the trio. And it's like, Oh no, he's really a Fox. And it's like, okay. And then bats, the big cliffhanger spoiler bats attack, Batman. And then it was just over. And I was like, okay, like, I don't
1: know. I'm not sold cliffhanger. Um, I thought it was a solid issue. I didn't think it was great. Yep. I thought it was interesting. Um, I think it sets up everything really well. It's it's. I feel like it just puts everything in place. Uh, it follows what Williamson's been doing. Williamson's been very heavy on Damien. Um, yep. And he's done a couple of Damien's side stories and issues of his own. Um, so it makes sense that Damien's kind of more of the focal point, almost, right? Like everything seems to be kind of centered around Damien. Damien yep. even has, uh, Robin even has his own car now. Again, for the first time, I think, since uh, the Redbird in the late 90s and not the Joel Schumacher Redbird, the uh, the car Redbird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, I was I was into it, I was just like, okay, cool, I'm ready for more. Um, I dig the croc design more than most, uh, just because it doesn't look so crocodile like, I kind of like him a little bit more human than crocodile You like, uh, what, what was it like? Uh, uh like one of the Arkham games took it too far. Like when he gets like two, two reptilian, it's I, I kind of like him as a mixture of humanoid with like you know, skin condition type thing.
0: So yeah. uh,
1: that's kind of what this looks like a little bit to me. Um yeah, it was all right, it was good, it was solid. Like you can't go wrong with this.
0: Yeah, I mean there's enough there for me to be intrigued of I'll read it next month. I'm probably pull a I'll pull a Peter Vera. You got good three single. issues. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm not hooked, then I might just pass, but um uh, yeah, I guess we'll just see. We'll see. I, I don't like this Robin suit though. I wish they would go with something more traditional. Bah. It doesn't help that it's also with Damien. Bah. Although he kind of they toned down his his dickness. And not yeah, Dick Dracon. He's, he's, be- like,
1: uh, he's become less of an asshole as the years
0: go on. Yeah. So eh. Are we reaching a point where let's see, what are we, 15? We're getting close to where Damien is Robin longer than Tim Drake is Robin. I think we have a couple more years.
1: Yeah, there's like another two bad, or three more a, years. Another and then, bad decision by Grant Morrison was giving Batman a kid. Yeah, yeah, yep,
0: absolutely. Uh, moving right along, Peter Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker number five. Mm-hmm. Did you start last one? Or, yeah, you can start this one. What do you think?
1: Uh, it was good. Um, it didn't blow me away. Like, feel like some of the other issues of Generation Joker moves the story along. Um, I feel like it's a lot, just a lot of story and not a whole lot of dial, uh, like uh, action, really. Um, but the ending's really surprising. So the ending is it's a wonderful tease, cliffhanger type deal, better than uh, Batman and Robin. So I'm like eager, eagerly waiting for the next issue because it's supposed to be the end anyway, the finale. So, but uh, that last page, I was like. Oh, so that's where you've been. <laughs> it makes sense because yeah. I feel like we've gotten to everybody else in the Rogues Gallery except for you. So uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a very good issue. It's not mind blowing, but um, you know, you again can't go wrong. I think
0: this is this might be like my favorite issue of this.
1: this story. Really, you're that you're that high on it? Okay,
0: yeah, I liked it a lot because especially if there's if there are things that really stand out and then by that end has me want to go back to the first issue and then reread. Mm. And I really, and I do. Uh,
1: I love the issue where the kids are all like surrounded by the Joker gang. Like that issue was my favorite.
0: Oh, and um how I ended. Well, just but like I the think issue three ended. This, oh, okay. Okay. Three ended, I think, with the Joker kids gang around, and then four opened with, like, were the Joker's kids, and then they were, like, celebrating. I think, I think it was four, then. Yeah, because it was four it was the celebration and yeah. yeah. Uh, Or something. Man, maybe I've got it mixed up now. Maybe that was two and a three, and then three ended with the freeze suit. The orange freeze suit. Anyways. Alright. You what already said what you, happy like. with you. <laughs> Uh When writers Clay McCormick and Katana Collins were on this back in may this show there was something that clay had said in issue five that it, to him was like "Gad's yeah, pretty noticeable of like that's a clay moment mm-hmm. so i messaged him and i said the 2 Face revelation is that was that the clay thing and he said and he laughed and said yes that was me and i said actually when i saw the swinging polar bear I thought that was the clay moment. And he said, well, that was also me. Yes. <laughs> because it's just like, I love that a couple pages. I love where they end up. Mm-hmm. It's so fitting, right? of Where they end up on it, the, toward the end of this issue. And I, I just feel like we'll have a big confrontation at the end or next yeah. issue in yeah, the well, amusement I, park. And I'm there's really a freaking polar bear that bah, pops and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because uh, why not? And then, yeah, the the two-faced thing. Um, I don't know. I just, I think. There's a great mood about like this issue, especially when they reach the, you know, the old amusement park and the story key like moves along. And like I said, it just, it really hits the end note to make me think Ooh. about going back and wanting to, because you almost like want to say, huh, and go back and see if all the pieces fit. Yeah. Um, well. Or if, they're you know, because like, oh, okay, it was there and I was just like missing it sort of deal. So, um uh, yeah, I mean, it's just another another solid issue in the series. And then after next month, I don't know the next time we'll get a white knight anything. So I guess, like, enjoy.
1: <laughs> if you're enjoying playing.
0: it, enjoy. <laughs> Hope
1: for that animated movie. That's next. There you go. If they do it right.
0: Yeah. No Make it look really apples. good. Oh, jeez uh this is a this is a weird one moving on next but it's justified because my rules but i'm putting it here instead of batman and friends because no, of the way that it comes out catwoman number 57 what that's a catwoman title he i know be in I, batman and friends peter even it, who's peter, on the cover peter, peter protested he was about ready to say i'm not going to do this show ever again because you're breaking rules and I Lauer said, hold on, breaks Pete. all the rules and then he makes up new ones so he
1: has his rules in his pocket. So it's called the Lauer Standard.
0: If you know Bat- what I'm talking <laughs> about, <laughs> yes, the Lauer Standard, uh, infamous butter. in parts of California, yeah, slimy, the slimiest parts, uh, the um,
1: dungeons with no dragons,
0: <laughs> yes. Um, anyways, Batman is on the cover of Catwoman number 57. This is also chapter three of Batman Catwoman, the Gotham War. You know, I recently posted on, I think it was Twitter, how the best thing about Gotham
1: War is it's getting Ryan Lauer to read more about characters in Gotham City that he normally wouldn't care about. And I appreciate that. I care about Catwoman. Yeah, you do. You don't read her monthly. No, I don't read her monthly. It doesn't you mean don't read I, I don't care. You don't care about the adventures of Selina Kyle. and
0: Man, oh, man man oh man so anyways Pete, what do you think of this issue uh this was this is kind of one of my favorite issues of the month to
1: be honest <laughs> you got a little uh vandal savage you got catwoman in the gallery it just it really moves the story along it's violent it's sexy it's it's like oh man this is like a great comic
0: book it really is and then this could you- almost be a batman issue like on the cover, you know, it's a mm-hmm. pretty heavy balance or it's a, I mean, it's a pretty heavily leaned towards Batman throughout almost more than yeah. Catwoman.
1: And the, the dynamic between uh, Jason and Selena is interesting that we'll talk about that later. And there's yeah. a little bit of Jason versus Batman. So that's fun. Like I, this is, I was like, man, this is, this is everything I want in a comic book.
0: might be my pick of the month. <laughs> <Go all speedy. laughs> I think because, There's a lot of time spent between Catwoman and Vandal Savage and her at the opera and stuff that, uh, that justifies it being. I mean, I don't know. It's totally fitting that it's a. Yeah, it's it's a great cover. I think it's a great cover. I think the art inside is great. I think this is a like a great. So Teeny Howard, and then Nico Leon did a wonderful job on art. Wonderful job. But it's a great building on the, on the story thus far. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is this is a crucial chapter. It's not a, a roll your eyes kind of tie in sort of deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like they probably could have just justified uh, the Gotham War parts one through seven, you know, sort of deal instead. But whatever. Catwoman's been on a really good run
1: since like issue 35 of the new 52. Like since that issue, when she became basically like when it started her reign as like mob boss of Gotham. Yeah, I believe it was issue 35 then. Like it's been on a really good run.
0: Uh, there's a bit of a revelation at the end about one of Catwoman's, um, I don't know, assistants. Mm-hmm. But did you have to question a little bit? Why is at the very bottom? Like, this is Catwoman number 57. This month was Batman issue 137. And at the bottom, it says, to be continued in Batman number 158. So in almost figured, two years from now, we're gonna pick up the threads of this. And it's like it's gotta be a typo. A, yeah, it has to be right. Like that's gotta be one. It's supposed to be one thirty-eight, but that I mean, what they have printed is a five for sure. uh Huh. So I wonder, I wonder I if know. this
1: error issue
0: is gonna be worth money. I don't know. Uh, regardless, great issue. Um, and we're not done with the Gotham War. We'll get to that here in a couple minutes. So good entry. Moving along, another good entry: Batman Superman World's Finest number Mm nineteen. Dan Mora did this cover. I love this cover. Uh, Good old Eddie on the front. Nice little like green kind of uh, layer over the whole thing, Mm -hmm. and that green really pops. Uh, What I appreciate is the
1: Riddler. That's definitely the Riddler. He's wearing that's the Riddler for sure.
0: Question marks.
1: Uh, He's got purple gloves. Yeah, that's that's the Riddler. Change that look. It's not the Riddler. Yeah, no, he's got to have a uh, pink flat top.
0: Biggest surprise to me in this issue is that it ended this arc making this a two issue arc. I that's was like, nice. oh, I- okay, that's yeah, refreshing. I thought it was gonna be stretched out to four, maybe five, mm-hmm. but um, next month it's teasing that they're revisiting the Kingdom Come world. So there you go, Garrett Greb. Uh, this one heavily leaned Superman. Christ, Superman fan first sci-fi. But I mean, we got some more Riddler in this. Yeah, and, it, it and feels stuff. very
1: vintage to me, right? Doesn't this feel like a a 70s book you would almost pick up? Like it it. it I, that's why I like it. It, it was only two issues because it was short. It was sweet. Yeah. And uh, I kind of dig how like, it seems like Wade is like changing styles with every story he tells or every arc. You know, like this, like I said, this feels, this feels very seventies to me.
0: Yeah. And then I think the bat, the suit, Batman's look, his suit, I think adds to what you're talking about. It feels like a little seventies vibe. It's everything. Just something with the a simpler stuff. Even yeah. Superman, you know, even what's his name? Uh, fake Zod. What's his name? Yeah. Fake yeah. Zod. Yeah. I don't know. I get, I had to go back like three different times. I was like, what was his name? And the yeah. fact I still don't remember it doesn't you just say
1: make, much. It, make it a Kryptonian name. His name is Saxer. Saxer.
0: Saxer. Saxer. I hardly know her. But this classic comic books can't just have something be completely closed and instead they add a little, hey, remember that figure that you didn't know? Well coming next year in action comics you know sort of deal it's like okay whatever but i thought i for an issue that especially was they very a lot heavily of that in series, though very heavily sci-fi-ish and stuff too it's like i enjoyed it i enjoyed the two issue arc um i thought it was fun
1: and I that's kind like of they what teased i
0: teased a lot though ryan in the series yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um there i'd were rather some... them do it
1: this way than the way they do it in like the way they, the, what they did in Urban Legends and Brave and the Bold, where it's like, here's a piece of the story. It's The rest is coming next year. It's like, oh, here's this big, huge, here's this, like, two issues worth of story, and we'll tease something
0: that's forthcoming. I, I just yeah. think it's, it's more to chew on. I think Wade has, for, so for me, he has found his groove with this title that it's kind of churning out, like, fun, just fun chapter after chapter. It's not yeah. too heavy, but it's more. There's more to chew on than a the fun Batman Scooby Doo book. It's like he brings more to it than just like oh, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. No, there's like a, a lot of stuff to follow and everything too. But it's a it's a good balance. It's a nice from like the darkness of Gargoyle of Gotham and what we're gonna talk about next. It's like there's some there's a nice spread here because then Gargoyle of Gotham and. That's coming up. It's like all the way at like the heaviest end of the spectrum. Scooby-Doo is at the total opposite end. And then this kind of sits like a, a little in the middle scheming towards lighter. And so we're just kind of have a lot of different flavors, which is that's Batman. It's only Batman can.
1: Only Batman can, says the Hoseman, man.
0: The final Tuesday of September, Pete. Oh, man. I don't know if I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go first with this because I'll end it on a positive note. Batman the Brave and the Bold, number five. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Tom King's story overrated. Uh, The other stories are crap, and the only good story in the book is the black and white ones. So if you want to waste $8 on a piece of shit, go ahead.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I have more to say. Uh, The winning card after two months off, uh, we get part three. Of that Tom King Mitch Garretts. If making uh, you
1: spend th- $16 On books you didn't want because you know The main title's not there way to go Yeah, easy. The
0: the Angel of Gotham sto- Story at the end I think is great the black and white one Um, Get that out of the way I've really enjoyed the black And white stories at the end of each of these Brave and the Bold Issues they've probably uh, been I- the best ones I have not read The Stormwatch and Hardcore Stories or anything in between Um Oh, shout out to James Gunn for getting your wife
1: into D yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, by conference. the way. <laughs> like, dude, you are running the show, literally.
0: Yeah. So I just I skipped those. Um, I skipped what was it? Wasn't it a Superman story that also kicked off too? The first issues. And I, I skipped those. I'm just here for the Batman one. And really, I think the really Batman right? one is fantastic. I love it. Okay. I think that the the art is, is great. I think Gerard Mitch did a great job interiors. Yeah, this Joker is like nasty evil, Um, especially like this issue. He goes in the shitter and that page where he's looking out of the shitter. Like that's freaking terrifying, man. Like (laughs) like, that's gross. This this was the one
1: where Alfred wanted Batman to like punch him in the face or the other way around. Yeah,
0: that's I don't know about that. Like so much of like
1: Tom King writes uh, better uh, sometimes when he
0: doesn't write at all. I just Just grunts. I don't know Like that's just one to me that it didn't It obviously didn't ruin it for me But I'm also kind of like meh With that part everything else I think just Just nails it I've loved Mm -hmm. since the first Issue how they do the old time silent Movie uh, Dialogue like text cards I think that's awesome I love I don't know I just I love this story a lot And I can't wait for trade because sorry, but they're they they're not gonna get me in the end how many how much money is being spent each issue of this just for like one issue. Um, I didn't do it for Urban Legends because and and you told me then of like it was more justifiable with urban legends because you were getting like two, three good stories for every eight dollars. So that I mean you know, you do the math and it okay, it works out. Here I wouldn't, I'd be getting ripped off. So yeah, I agree. on their part, I do get, how do you get people interested into buying this? You put Tom King and Mitch Garrett's and a Batman Joker story on the front. And it's like, well, yeah, people, people are coming. If you build it, they will come. But overall, I just think this, I think this story is awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of it. So look forward to seeing how it wraps up next month and how more messed up. The Joker's going to get, because if he will, if you will play Pennywise and go deep down in the, further, than that, like worse than Pennywise, go sit in a shitter. Where, like, where? How do you top that? What's even more gross than that? Oh, playing in shit, in the Holzman's bedroom. I don't know. I, am not going there. Okay. Yeah, don't go in there. But moving on. on,
1: your Aunt Trudy, she's still there.
0: <laughs> uh nice plug. Check out the podcast feed for the latest episode of Straight Out of Gotham. Detective Comics, number 1074. Mine will be brief. Dustin Wen. Always welcome his art. Big fan of his art. And I think he had great art. You're up, Pete. Yep. Dustin
1: Wen. Fantastic artwork. Never disappoints. Rom V, on the other hand, very disappointing. It's just, I don't know. Uh it, it's okay. I, I still don't like this story. I don't know where it's going every time i see that stupid wolf in that red coat i think of i th- i think of th- things we don't speak of in the village i i can't help it it just every time he pops up he looks like that monster um uh it was cool you know the dive into bruce wayne's psyche that was interesting but overall the issues just fall flat um it's slightly better than his even more supernatural stuff earlier this is a new arc so i just at the end of my review, I just was like, Hey, comics are like basketball. It's a game of runs. I'm just waiting for this one to run out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. I'm just I'm just waiting. I got more than enough stuff. I got Black Label, World's Finest, Catwoman Generation Joker. Like it's it's not that big of a deal. I've saved some money and uh Yeah. I won't recommend anyone to buy this. But you know, if you listen to Paul Herman, it's the greatest thing since Bob Kane. So
0: yeah. You know, um Try it out for yourself. I I don't like I like being positive. I like talking about things that I like, and I'm just I have not enjoyed this Detective Comics run, and still not. as well. he's like. I mentioned so, Rob earlier. All. That's all. I
1: was talking about Catwoman. Like he's part of that Catwoman run. You know, mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he did the Catwoman before Howard. So, you know, he's done great things. I just don't like this at all. Did the Swamp
0: thing. Sixteen yeah. issues, I think something that got extended. Yeah, you got an extended series on that. Uh he did he did a black label Aquaman story that Christian Ward illustrated, That's and that really was good. cool. Yeah. Uh, this is the only so, thing yeah, he's written just, I don't like. Yeah, so anyways, I've already said all that tons of times. Just not this one this one's not for me. But I keep talking about it because it's a legacy title. So well, we have to. It's the
1: title. It's Batman's original title.
0: Yeah, it's his original title. So on to Brighter pastures. This was I vent I vented. I raged. I raged, Peter. And I put my temper tantrum on Patreon so people would pay me to hear it about DC and their titling comic books. And I think this is a dumb one. Batman, Catwoman, The Gotham War, Red Hood number one. <laughs> it's too long. Uh it would have been easier. The Gotham War. And this is part four. Like more focused on Red Hood. And the chapter is called, you know, Red Hood. Uh, But our boy, Matthew Rosenberg, writing this one. Uh, Check the past, I don't know, two years of stuff Rosenberg's done. And Pete and I sing the praises of that guy because he does great work. And he continues it here. The title lives up to, I mean, the story lives up to the title. It is Red Hood focused, keeping it here instead of the um batman and friends because i mean batman's in the title and it's it continues on and the next chapter of this big war and blah blah blah
1: fucking oh, oh,
0: yep so i don't know it i think it's in it gives some depth to the red hood catwoman relationship in this story and how he's taking on training people to be Ooh. Like the Catwoman criminals and mm-hmm. turning them from what they used to be into what, you know, she sees fitting from, you know, for the future. Uh, I like the I'll give you this. So I commented on not liking Scarecrow's design, but the the one panel in here and how it's colored and stuff, I think, looks pretty cool of him, though. You don't see as much of him. but He's like you see like an outline, the glowing eyes and stuff and the green from the fear gas and stuff. And I mean, OK, that's, that's, a, cool, right? that's a cool Is shot. That, yeah. 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 That's a really cool shot. So I was a I was a fan of that. But I like how the where the issue ended up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty some good drama and adding more conflict to. You know, the war, if you will, basically, and kind of like a. Shit. When Catwoman and Batman both find out about this because they both will. That's just like, I don't know that's going to stir things up even worse. Oh yeah.
1: It stirs things up within the issue itself. Like Catwoman's kind of fed up with Jason, you know, by issues. And I thought this thing was amazing. I love the dynamic here. I love what Jason was doing. I liked his training program or whatever it was. I I, I just thought it was, I'm really impressed with what they've done with the red hood over the last five years. They've actually made him an an enjoyable character. And Mm -hmm. um, this just adds to it. I still think he looks too much like he's, wearing a, like i don't know some sort of mortal combat outfit recently but yeah yeah um but this issue was great like this one and the catwoman one are right up my alley i'm like yo dude, this is fantastic <laughs> really i'm all about this i could care let less... they could it could have had like an extra i don't know subtitle and i still
0: wouldn't care about. batman catwoman's gotham war red hood uh, apprentice, yeah. lightsabers, motorcycle, uh, yeah. Fight uh, Club, Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden, number one. <laughs> Tyler Durden, <laughs> Eric Goldman. I like how
1: someone's after Red Hood. I like how spoilers are involved in this. I hope she's in the next issue, even though she's a back girl now. I always yeah. love Stephanie Brown. Like you know, you could basically call me Tim Drake. Um, so like I thought it was really cool. I just, it, it's just like, oh man, I love these down gritty Gotham stories. Like this is yeah. This is everything a Batman fan wants. Yeah, like Bill should read this, even though he hates sidekicks.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. Uh, these should drop on DC Universe Infinite. Infinite. Ultra. Ultra uh, in October, and if somebody hasn't, because and I get it, I do. When they do, this is. I mean, yes, you could say this is an event, but it's like a mini event. Um, and They're it's last, only lasting like, through
1: October. I think it's Shadow of the Bat. Month. It's like that, yeah. It's, like, it's an event self-contained within the Batman books, so it's not like and, a yeah, crazy and, amount of money.
0: And if you already have, you already subscribed to that service, and they're dropping, I I just highly recommend to to catch up uh, because it's worth it. It's a good, it's a good ride. So this is one that I support uh, diving into. When you say Ultra,
1: you remind mm-hmm. me of the voiceover of the Charmin commercials. Oh, cool. Charmin Ultra. Softer on your bum. What I think of that is the the little boy. My
0: hiney's clean.
1: Yeah, I can see like a little <laughs> little teddy bear on the on the pooper. It's for little Ryan Lauer. If you've it's never my, got the Elmo, emoji my happy from, place. If you've never got the <laughs>
0: Elmo emoji for Lauer, you're not <laughs> that. And the woman feigning, I think, are my two uh, highest used gifts. Um, and then third place isn't even close. Those are the those are the two. So, yeah. there you go. The more you know. Uh, th- that wraps with Batman-centric books. So, Pete, we know it's always uh, time to journey to... Batman! I'll take it away first. Because we just talked about Matthew Rosenberg. So, let's talk about him a little bit more. The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number Ooh. 10. A book that gave me such confidence in more rogues focused titles which we'll also get to here in a moment because this it's building toward its ultimate conclusion which i did see is going to be issue 12. uh so we've got two more months of this and then it all wraps up and the collection of volume one with that awesome libra mayo cover um is also out now that i highly recommend if people are waiting um i might even double dip because i bought the physicals for everything because i wanted those Bermeo covers and now Uh, Francesco Matina is doing. Yeah, variants, which is this month's was also awesome.
1: Oh, so you like the Italian artists.
0: Yeah. How about that? How about them? Check that out. I thought that this issue was, I mean, uh, more unexpected, fun, violence.
1: The most (laughs) unexpected thing about this issue, to be honest with you, was the fact that the, the backup stories are tied in to the primary. Yeah. That's, I, I was like,
0: like Rosenberg? Which I know that, I th- I think don't remember if it was Rosenberg or Frank Avia said a long time ago that, like, it, it had to be Rosenberg. That it does tie, but, like, it's not going to be bluntly obvious how. And so it's, I'm, I'm really dying like, in, to go back and reread them. Who is
1: he talking to on that bed? Is that the Joker?
0: Is that another joker? Well, first of all, we'll talk to our, Frank Avila's art has been just awesome. And a thing that I love in addition to his art is the coloring um, for his stuff in which, let's see, yeah he has to do his own his own coloring because even in the credits it just says he gets art and then there's lettering and editor credits and that's it. So he has usually to do. covers everything. Yeah. And I think it it fits well. It's great, and yeah, just like you said. Of, and then how it how it ends is kind of like a what, which is awesome. And then I mean, and that's the backup tying into the main story, and then that main story. Like, I don't know, this this book is awesome, and it's I really making me want to yeah when, from
1: start. Like I think yep. it's gonna be fascinating.
0: I do too. I want to reread it, and then it's making me because I know I kind of gave up on the first Joker that Tynan was doing. Uh, You stuck with it throughout and you said that it was good. Uh, Maybe it was, I gave in or I gave up on it because that's when we were doing like 30 books a month. And I'm like, I just need to cut some stuff and I don't remember what's going on with this one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it makes me want to go back and and read that one. um, Also, just because Rosenberg is doing such an awesome job on this that I I don't know. I don't have enough good things to say about it for a Joker centric book. And this is probably what Denny, this is what Denny O'Neill probably envisioned his Joker. Series from the 70s was gonna be, and sadly, he couldn't get it there. He just, you know, <laughs> code religious. yep. So, you should be able to on DC Universe Infinite Ultra be able to read. Oh, yeah, I mean, wait another week, and then this issue might be up available on that. Um, catch up if you haven't read it. Highly recommended. Um, Nightwing number 106, they finally <laughs> put to bed like his. Like the Titans tie in stories and stuff and made it more Bloodhaven, uh dick focused with Barbara and stuff, kicking off a new arc. Uh in a I keep saying this with a lot of other stories, like more of the same in the sense of just like this is a uh, God, you and I've had a word for the Nightwing series of just like comfortable reading, maybe. Yeah, and right. I think this is more comfortable reading. Um, starting a new arc, which is like cool. I'll just keep reading this while, because it's not it's another 10-15 minute read maybe but it's like oh that's cool it looks good, yeah, good. story's progressing I like the characters I'm in sure at the, end
1: where the guy's like how many backup stories like he's like how many girls did Grayson get in with what's going on you know, it's just funny to me all of them all <laughs> of the girls <laughs> you know it's just like one girl it, the one time the spy turns his head it's like spoiler walks in through the front door just timings everything yeah. um so I don't know. I, yeah, it's just this is just comfort food. It's just it's like uh, I know yep, I'm in for go. a good read. Um, I'm gonna enjoy it, and uh, I'll see where it goes. I I, I like the uh, the day in the life of Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I enjoy this
0: absolutely. Um, I know you enjoy the next one, and oh, I amazing. want you to to take the lead on this because it's only right that you do. Penguin number two, Tom King has won back my heart after yep. that joker story i don't like um this
1: penguin 2 issue is absolutely phenomenal it's brilliant this ah man this is going to go down as one of the great penguin stories of all time i can feel it already uh the help
0: returns yeah and oswald shows him the business shows killing him time if you're dog. lost yeah who the the help is batman killing time by tom king Check which was out. fantastic you should read. which is great yeah uh i just I didn't
1: expect it. It took a couple of twists, a couple of turns. It ended in ways I didn't expect. Just wonderful writing, wonderful art. Uh, I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm glad that King is kind of tying it into his previous work. That's it. Feels very Lobe. You know, not everything comes out bang, bang, bang. Um, even though this is probably a little bit closer than what Loeb was doing, but it's it's like the Tom King world is at least connected.
0: So I appreciate this- doing that this so i'm I'm rusty i've read P- penguin uh pain and prejudice a few times and that was finally given like the oh I man i think that's like the top tier penguin story that many people will think i Early, think the yeah. one i think the one bad day penguin story gave that one a run for its money on maybe a, a, a contender mm-hmm. and then this is just two issues but can, yeah. like i don't know they found a flavor with penguin feel of it. He's just, he is, he is flat out the penguin through and through. And then there's more than meets the eye with him. And it's, he, like this determination with him, which is what I think is great for the core of the character of, I will get what I want. I will find a way to get what I want. And he does. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. And King does it in such a like twisted way with stuff. But like it's riveting drama <laughs> too, and it's just like man, this guy like so like shameless plug at the, like back in January I don't know how I lucked out to getting to have him on this show and got to talk to him and that I mean if you weren't one over he's so friendly and open, but then some of the stuff that he's writing which is freaking twisted as hell but continuously good and like hooks you on everything it's just like wow like what a damn good writer. You know, Um I wasn't hesitant. I was gonna read this this series when it was launched or announced, and uh, it has far exceeded expectations. And it's only two issues in.
1: Only two issues in, and I think it's gonna be groundbreaking. I really do. Just, yeah. I don't want to spoil too much because I really want you guys to read it because it's just phenomenal. Yeah, not just as an Oswald fan, but just as a Batman fan. Like this is as a comic is, fan, yeah. A story is... fan of stories. A fan of just villains who just people just don't give credit enough to you know
0: and is penguin your favorite batman villain
1: yeah he might he, it used to be mr freeze for a long time uh but you know over the past couple years i've fallen I've, I've definitely like refallen in love with oswald and he's very popular right now so the oswald probably right now is my, my favorite villain
0: yeah so you have you kind of have a high bar when it comes to quality um, if there's no that, black and... glue i
1: mo- mostly say no do yeah was there a black goon in this one?
0: Uh, somewhere, somebody, somewhere, somewhere. Sure. Spit it up. Just throw it, <laughs> it counts. Done. It counts. So there you go. Highest of uh, recommendations from us on the Penguin series. So that's it for me. What do you have, Pete? For Batman and Friends.
1: Batman and Friends. Uh, I uh, Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder. Uh, a, a fun little anthology book. Um, just you know. <laughs> harley dressing up as uh what's his name uh well what the hell is his name adam strange by. there's some Catwoman. woman okay. uh cat poison ivy there's some uh psychiatrist harley in there and uh, just a it's just a bunch of just really cool harley quinn stories they're all short they're all sweet but this is a this is a solid issue uh chris uh i forgot my butcher's name uh what's his name uh, oh, Gail Simone wrote one of them and then uh, Chris Condon did uh, That Texas Blood and he does a story in there so uh, I checked it out for that and he signed my book so I'm very appreciative of that. Nice. So definitely check this book out it's fun and uh, not really Batman and Friends uh, but Justice Society of America uh, the Huntress, Batman's daughter she's trying to figure out a mystery so it's kind of multiple. So you got it in. in Huntress's
0: daughter or Batman's daughter
1: did I say It ba- all counts. Yeah. yeah yeah did I say Huntress's daughter? No
0: I did. Oh, that screwed lantern. it up. So I was just it, like, that's cool. I'm, you got I'm it. really
1: fascinated by that story. And it's written by the goat, Jeff Johns. So, and he's in his wheelhouse. He loves the GSA yellow flash yeah. in there, a little green lantern. So it's good stuff. Check that out. I don't probably is reading it, but whatever.
0: I have I'm waiting for a, a collection. Uh, collection. Yeah. collection. we go again. <laughs> right. The death that's stare it. from Pete. <laughs> this is the last time Pete's going to go on the Batman book club. That's so <laughs> I hope I'm you gonna, enjoy I'm it. A, I'm going to start the Nightwing book club and uh, have my own weekly wrap wrap up issues. There you go. Talking the JSA on the Nightwing book club. Done. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe, that's yeah. a sh- that's a short Some Batman friends, friends list for you. Yeah, that's it. That's a, it, it for it's, it's a nice it for, week. nice month. Nice month. I was going to say week. Yeah, that's it for us. Overall on all issues. So I mean we you may have shown your hand, but what was your uh issue of the month?
1: Uh it's probably a tie between Catwoman and Penguin. I think Catwoman's that good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think a lot okay. of people are
0: sleeping on it. Oh man. Um, I would be stuck. Gargoyle of Gotham and Penguin.
1: Mm. You like Catwoman, huh? I do like Catman. I do like Catwoman. Stop it. You're a big fan no. of Catman.
0: No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <You're> misogynistic <laughs> punk. No. male, male no.
1: Masculine male
0: toxicity at its finest, Ryan Lowry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's me. Masculine toxicity. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Giving me my Fruity Pebbles and Mountain Dew. So masculine. Andrew Tate Jr. over here. And that's why... I'm sending Pete Elmo uh, gifts so much <laughs> that diet. So, anyways, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here, Pete. Um, thanks for coming back on, as always. Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing. Thanks for putting in the work. Always, always. About some fraud. You're not. Uh, why don't you go ahead and and plug away?
1: Well, you can find me all over social media: Twitter, Instagram. Zach for platform Viro at Pete Illustrated. You can follow one podcast, uh, or follow a podcast that I co-host with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman, straight out of Gotham, at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter, with a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Consider joining both. Uh, I have another podcast, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition. You can follow that on Twitter at Italians for Spidey. That's a good show. If you like Spider-Man, I appear here oh, every, once a month for Brian Lauer's The Batman Book Club. Brian, not Ryan, Brian Lauer. And I'm all over BatmanOnFilm.com, Batman from YouTube, and the Bof podcast these days. Woo! So everywhere I'm making my rounds.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking, and I always keep it to just the show, but I'm gonna, I'm going to plug in the Batman, the Bof podcast because I think I will be um, taking the mic from you for one episode coming up soon because yeah. there's a very special guest for that one. So it's Batman um, himself. Batman's going to be on it. Batman. So, there you go. Uh, as for the Batman Book Club, uh, you can find it on Twitter and Instagram at the BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, and sometimes even some giveaways. And next month, Pete, actually, the day after this drops, kicks off October, and it will be the fourth spooky month here on the Batman Book Club. Ooh. So, Pete's going to be back. For a non wrap up discussion. Yeah. For, we're so, going to talk about
1: Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, which was a yes. Wildstorm comic.
0: Pete's going to buy me all those comics because he said that's why we have credit cards. So Pete, he doesn't care that they Hard cost $200. are <laughs> actually very
1: expensive.
0: You can buy the issues. Those ones are extremely expensive. Yeah. And I was lucky to buy the saddest the part, cartoon. let's do a little detour here. The saddest part, Pete, is that I had Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, the comics, mm-hmm. as well as the sequel comics. And I, then I, a got, sequel. I got yeah. rid of them, and it wasn't until a while after I got rid of them that then all of a sudden they became hard to find and were extremely expensive. Those old
1: Wildstorm comics—I think Jimmy Palmiotti <laughs> did a few of them for Friday Thirteenth—are amazing.
0: I was really sad too because I read them quite a bit and I thought they were great. Yeah. I don't know. I got rid of them because it was like I, moving so much, too much stuff. I just got rid of. Uh, and then now that's yeah, why we
1: uh keep your why You should stay single. Don't let that woman tell you to get rid of your car.
0: She didn't tell me to get rid of anything. She embraces it. She said, buy all the Batman stuff you want. Bless her heart. Hmm. So, anyways, um, also I Pete, go to I just <laughs> <Don't> you... <laughs> get it in, you'll be fine. I'm gonna tell Mira what you said, and uh she's gonna lose uh positive thoughts about you, Pete. I
1: I will never tell any man to uh, not be single.
0: <laughs> okay. so anyways um be a lot happier pete and i we will get to no man's land eventually but go to the youtube uh channel on the batman book club and check out our discussions on return to no man's land uh it turns out there
1: needs to be more than 24 hours in a day
0: yeah right it's crazy yeah. um if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. Like I said at the top, join Nicholas Belavko thanks again uh, on patreon.com/thebatmanbc. Also, you can support the show from tpublic.com. So go there, type tbbc for the Batman Book Club to get some cool swag with the uh, great logo designed by Justin Kowalski. Wag. Wag. Yeah. I <laughs> Don't say swag. Swag. Don't say <laughs>
1: swag. swag. Don't
0: say it's it's wag. It's get some swag to BBC. Swag.
1: Sh- no get get some, swag. Get
0: some, some frolic swag um on tpublic.com you don't know what
1: swag means if you want to
0: support the show (laughs) if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all it's 100 a OK. the easiest quickest and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show so whichever podcast feed that you get this from apple spotify amazon google play iHeartRadio, go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets the more it helps spread the word and as pete and i and everybody else knows the word is panic so for Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, remember, remember.